On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, we're talking TV. We're talking video games. Hey, one of our usual guests is taking up the van life. Who? You're going to have to wait and find out. Plus, kids, they say the darndest things. And boy, do we got some stories about that. This is a great episode. You're going to enjoy it. We're going to have fun. And I'm not just saying that because I had some very highly intoxicated drinks on it. It's all good. (laughs) The weather outside is cold and awful, but that's okay. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pour a cold beverage, pour pussies, enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that is the official podcast for following the great adventure Taco LaFleur. Find all of his adventures here Beer Blues MBS. I am your host, Howard Blues, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, here as always with my co host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How are you doing tonight? Howard, <clears throat> I'm here. That speaks for itself. How are you doing? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a day. I'll just put it that way. It uh, it was a day of unpleasantness. Uh, unfortunately, I can't talk about it. But needless to say, I had to go somewhere to do something unpleasant. And now I'm glad I'm back. And I get to you know, chat with you guys and have some tasty brews. And I yes, you may have caught that plural. I said guys, because Kidder and I aren't alone. We're joined once again by the official Triple B Blue Master himself, the local geek. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm not doing too bad. It's been a bit of an evening, but uh, we made her through it. So ready to enjoy some tasty beverages myself. You know, I'm noticing that each of us is kind of getting shorter because, like I said, a day you said an evening. I bet if we I, ask I Kidder, he, class, so. <laughs> I was gonna say, I bet if we ask Kidder, he'll say it's been an hour. <laughs> it's been five minutes. There we go. <laughs> well, Jets, I will say I am glad to be sitting down here chatting with you, and especially not to be outside because boy, is it cold out there. How cold is it? I don't know what, somewhere around like negative 15, negative 20. I got negative 11 on my phone for actual temp. It's actually like well, according to the KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now stream, your current temperature in Bismarck is minus 11.6 degrees, and it feels like minus 37.7. That wind currently, this very second, is out of the north-northwest at 18, gusting to 22. That is right on the roof. Super accurate. You are welcome, local geek, because I know you like to get every single decimal point of every single digit in there. We can get the most accurate freaking weather forecast. Now it's down to 16 miles per hour wind and 11.5 degrees below zero this very second. As we watch, there's some snow moving on in. It's going to be blowing. And now 17 miles per hour out of the north-northwest. Very most accurate Weather that can be happening officially. Ten below light snow, wind gusting to thirty-one. Hey, this is the most animated I've seen Kidder in like a month. Yeah, 
Okay, campers, rise and shine. Don't forget your booties because it's cold out there. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly, and you know you can expect hazardous travel later today. And with that, you know, it's uh, that blizzard thing. Yeah, that blizzard thing, that blizzard thing. Oh, well, here's a report. National Weather Service is calling for the big blizzard thing. Yes, they are. But, you know, there's another reason why today is especially exciting, especially cold, especially cold. It came with a big question on everybody's lips, on their chapped lips, on their chapped lips, right. But the big question on everybody's lips, do you think Phil's going to come out and see his shadow? Punks and Tony Phil, that's right. Woodchuck checkers, it's not Groundhog Day. <laughs> you know, this is uh, two episodes in a row that I've been on that Groundhog Day's come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, clearly Kidder's been looking at the calendar, calculating the episodes, and uh, this must be the episode closest to Groundhog's Day. No, it's just cold out there, and it's cold out there every day. <laughs> i mean it will be pretty close <laughs> it, it will be it will be pretty close thank god for comedic timing it's about the only timing we have here at the triple b although i will no, say it's cutting off howard <laughs> yeah, but I, had, I, had the, and I, I had the smooth transition of of course we have timing because gentlemen it's time for everybody's favorite segment of the show What's on tap? And uh, local geek, you're the guest. What you drinking this fine evening? I got uh, something for you. See if you can. Oh, you can see it. Never mind. <laughs> I got cold smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I did a terrible job of covering that up. I was going to just show you the barcode side. <laughs> he just loves kicking you while you're down. Like the pow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figured yeah. Uh, the, the weather outside. It's time for a cold smoke, and it's been sitting in my fridge for a while. So, because it's cold in there, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a slightly weather themed uh, to this episode. I mean, I could go uh, grab one of the snowstorms out of the kegerator, but I just had one of those the last time I was on. So, well, we 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 know about cold smoke, and hey, folks, if you don't know about cold smoke, uh, shame. Um, because <laughs> it's a it's a tasty beverage. It's been a while since I had one, and man, that tastes good. Yeah, I am technically out of cold smoke. Uh, this this is my, my last one. <laughs> I gave my last one to JS. I'm not sure when my next trip to Montana is going to be, but I'll have to bring some back again. Not going to be today. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. He could have a team of Huskies waiting outside. He's going to hop on the old sled, make his way westward. Hey, man, you have fun with that. <laughs> I didn't say I was going. I said he is going. Yeah, he <laughs> laughed at it. <laughs> so I said, have fun with it. I don't, I don't care if he's going or you're going or you're both going or just the damn Huskies are going. Have fun with that because that's going to suck. Ah, uh, yes. Skinner, what are you having? Good, sir. Clearly, since I'm still out of beer, <clears throat> it's going to be uh, whiskey. So I'm going to crack this open. My, my special six-year aged uh, score from Phoenix, Arizona. Bottle number 5,638. And uh, be good to the land, and the land will be good to you. This is batch number eight. 50% alcohol by volume. 100 proof. This is, <clears throat> that's right, a 750 milliliter from the 
Fry Ranch, Farmers and Distillers, Straight Rye Whiskey, Non-Chill Filtered. It's distilled from 100% slow-grown winter rye. This born in Fallon, Nevada, and even has the geo-coordinates on the bottle, on the label. It's not going to focus, but that's fine, because this is a tasty beverage. There you go. I thought Howard was getting real close to, to take a look, but according to this from the <clears throat> Colby Fry, the farmer and distiller, my journey starts with the love of growing grains in a sustainable way here on the ranch. Over 1,500 acres just east of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Every time I step onto the land, I can feel the generations before me. I've tilled the soil, planted the seed, grown the grain specifically for making a rye whiskey unlike any other made from 100% winter rye, sustainably grown right here on the Frey Ranch. <laughs> this smells delicious. <clears throat> All right. And of course, I've had this before. Tasted it down in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, very enjoyable. This is a, a very, very heavy stopper on there. It's it's uh, actually metal, so that's kind of cool. Keep the goodness in there, I guess. And support uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine along the way. Cheers, gentlemen. Mm. Got a little, a little whiskey there. A little whiskey aftershave. Yeah. Well, <laughs> make sure that uh, doesn't get wasted. So that's uh, very good. Uh, this very, very peppery. Gotta love the spice on that. And <clears throat> yeah. Mm, very good. Uh, 4.85139er. Mm. You gotta know it's good when he throws in a niner. Did we cover everything? Did everybody get a drink? Are we drinking? Do we drink? Uh, no, not everybody got a drink. Okay. Hurry up. <laughs> Such impatience, man. Yep. You don't know what I've been through, okay? You don't know the things that I've seen. I, I will withhold any thoughts of what you may or may not have seen. Mom. Anyway, gentlemen, I have an interesting beer here for my part first drink of the night. Mm. Uh, as anyone has uh, who's been watching the show knows, uh, one of my favorite things to try, it's from the Distill Brewery, and it is their Wild Sour Series. And gentlemen, I got a new one. It's a different one. Never tried this one before. New to the show. It is their Wild Sour Series. Apple pie. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Here's what we got as distributed. Our seasonal sour ale is inspired by the flavors of the classic American apple pie dessert. Brewed with tart apple and cinnamon flavors and lactose, this ale hits all the notes with a light body and tart finish. Cheers. So it is a sour ale with tart apple and cinnamon flavors and lactose. 4.6% alcohol by volume. 10 IBUs. Yeah. Uh, these guys made a really great uh, key lime pie uh, sour. And so I was really excited when I'm like, oh, apple pie. Now that key lime was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping this hits that spot. It definitely has a nice apple smell right as you open the can. So that's a good, good sign. Good sign. Hmm. Yeah. That is like a nice tart piece of apple pie. Would you say it's more along the lines of like a cider or is it still more of a beer? Um, you know, it is definitely a beer because you do get a little bit like kind of that hoppy bitterness to it, but it does taste more like an apple cider. That's really what I would put it as. It's, it, it, it's, it's very much like a nice tart, Apple cider is a good description nice. of it. The the smell of it, as I get a, a another whiff of it, kind of reminds me of um like Apple Jacks cereal. If you've ever had that kind of that slightly artificial apple smell. Yeah. But it's it's good. It's good. Um I think I like the key lime pie better. Uh, but I, I would still rate this highly. I, I'd still give this about a four. So uh, it, it, it's enjoyable. So I'm going to enjoy this, gentlemen, as we uh, drink and chat and hopefully have a good time and, you know, bring Kidder up to a nice, a nice good mood. You know, it's the official start of the weekend. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see if we can get a happy Kidder by the end of the night. And uh, yes, yeah, so let's 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 get dive into the old run sheet. Let's hit a topic that is near and dear to Kidder's heart. Something he loves to talk about. Guys, the playoffs start this weekend. How do you feel about the football? I actually, the run sheet calls for hockey. I just you know thought I might get a reaction. I tried. I mean, I mean you kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, no, no, Kidder, let's talk hockey. You know, it's, uh, it's that time of the year. Hockey's being played. How are our teams doing? <laughs> um, well, UND playing Omaha. Tonight, third period, three minutes left, 4-4. Avs beat the Golden Showers the other night, 3-0. Nice, nice. So, Avs are doing okay. And, good news for you. Gabriel Landeskog was skating on the ice during practice before the game. 
with Vegas. That uh, That is good news. We have been without the captain for quite a while. So glad, glad that he is back. Hopefully we'll get him actually in a game here soon. Really, really, really hoping that happens, yes. Yeah. So, well, that's that's good. Glad that we're, you know, we're not losing. I'll, I'll take that. You know, doing better than the uh, Minnesota Wild. Well, we did have a little squeaker of a game where we lost like eight to four. <clears throat> what? What? We? I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I heard you there, Kidder. All I heard was that we're doing well. Okay, sure. That, uh, that's good news. I was actually supposed to work a hockey game tomorrow, but uh, it's been canceled. Again, it was actually a makeup game. Uh, it was canceled once before, and then they rescheduled it. And uh, they were supposed to be tomorrow. I was supposed to cover because our announcer couldn't make it. I was all excited. And then I got the call today, like, nope, they, they recanceled it. So, uh, what was the reason for cancellation? Oh, uh, the cold. Isn't that how ice is made? You know, there's definitely a, a kind of a little bit of a wimp out factor with this, but uh, I think a lot of it is because, you know, it's kids on the bus. And so they just they don't like to risk something happening, the bus breaking down, ending up in a ditch, and kids being in trouble. Yeah, that's totally fair. And, and, and we're likely hard heading toward a ground out it if they don't have to. So, yeah, we'll see. So far, I haven't done any announcing this year. Uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time up in the gold judge chair. So, you guys will get to hear more about that. Uh, my father in law is on his way uh, tomorrow. Uh, he's heading for Mexico on a mission trip. So, I need somebody to fill in for him. And uh, hey, it's going to be me. So, you spend a lot of time watching high school hockey. You guys will get to hear all of it the highs, the lows. I just want uh, both of you to know that I had the opportunity to gold judge for Bismarck Bobcats game tonight. Wow. And I chose you guys. I, I mean, we will let you. How did you end up with that gig? <clears throat> I know people, and I chose you. I mean, uh, listen, I would you. I, I would, I would, we could have started late. You could have gone and no. been a gold judge. No, no. I, I mean, you probably would have gotten paid for that. You're Maybe. costing you money. Yeah, usually. <laughs> you know, you, you could have got some revenue, brought something in to the old triple yeah. B coffers. <clears throat> Maybe. But I was at the radio station until after seven. So I wouldn't have been able to get to the game anyway. Well, if you ever got the chance to be the announcer for the... Uh, Bobcats, man, you got to do it. And and I say this because they need some help. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I think if we just turn the volume down about 20 notches, we'll be okay. I, I mean, yes. Um, totally agree with that, but uh, I stand by my they need some help. <laughs> then we could make the uh, you know, 
pull in the rules from the Ralph and make everybody sit down during the gameplay? Well, let's not get too crazy, man. You only have so much power in the box. I, I right. mean, yeah, but, you know. I actually don't think that they're, uh, if I'm correct, that their PA guy is actually in the box. I think he's up in the old press box. I think I it's still the press box. And I mean, you're probably right there as well. I just, I'm used to the high school games and we hardly have press up there. So just saying it's a podcast. You got to have something to say. Uh, Rude boy needs to be here to ask that question though. Well, I didn't ask the question. I didn't ask the question. I just said, you have to have something. That's why we need Rude boy to ask (laughs) to see if somebody else has something to say. Well, I, I, I know he doesn't have something to say, but I know he's got something oh. in a box. Should I, be... should, should I should I get him called up? See well, if he's got something to say? I mean, I mean, I listen, that's up to you. I can't control you. <laughs> I've known you too long. I I, I, I do not have that a power. I do not have that ability to control you, sir. You're going to do what you're going to do, and I'm going to you know, deal with it as it happens. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did try and transition there. <laughs> since, since Kidder can't see the run sheet, he, he, he didn't see the brilliance of that that transition where, you know, I, I, I played into what, you know, that you have something in a box. But I do have something in a box. You do. Is that okay for this show? Because <laughs> there's a song about that. <laughs> it, it, it's not that. Oh. We're I, we're I a, do, we're a family show. I I do also appreciate that you uh, repurposed my wrapping paper. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie; if you look pretty close on there, you might see uh, where it says "to Howard." On it. Yep, I, I did see that. <laughs> it was the right size. I mean, I just I, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, oh, my recycling bin is filled after four uh, Christmases here. Let's just. Uh, <clears throat> Reuse. Yeah, mine got uh, pretty full too. Thankfully, we had a, a recycling pickup week in between my son's birthday and Christmas. We were supposed to, but we had a nice storm. This is a box of shutterfly. So I'm thinking I know what it is, but I don't know which it is. That that, that is the <laughs> truth. It it becomes fairly guessable what it is. And I'm kind of excited to see because of uh, how it's packaged. I didn't get to open and, and, and look at it. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Kidder is on the edge of his seat. That's because I bought the whole seat. So I might as well use it. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Adding to your collection. Yes, it will, it will definitely go up on the wall next to the other one. For, for the audio listeners, uh, I, I started doing this thing where for every homebrew that the local geek brings, I have made a retro style poster with the name of the beer on it, uh, including a, a uh, also it has a uh, local geek brewery label on it as well. And it's uh, just kind of a fun way to, to say thanks for all the beer. <clears throat> So, uh, this one is your Russian black cat. Yes. Which I don't ever try to pronounce. <laughs> Chernyakoshka. There we I go. Think. 
So uh, this one depicts actually a black cat walking through. So yeah, now you get to add that one up to Brill Grease and uh, we'll see which one you get next. So yeah, because I've done them all except for mini DNA, but I, I said that one's too personal. I wouldn't design that one. Uh, but I haven't done the Pinkerton Porter yet. I have a great idea for it. I just haven't done it yet. I'll probably start sending them down this wall right here so they can still be in the shot when I'm on the show. Got room for one on the other side of the door, too. So. Well, you know, that's where you put the one you like the least, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> or the one I like the most because it's right next to the kegerator then, too. I, I mean, that's true. You know, listen, I'm just looking out for you. Someday you might, like, really class up the place and turn it into kind of like your own snazzy little bar setup down there. And now you have wall decor that you right? know, celebrates your brewery. Definitely. <clears throat> So, so it was kind of a cool idea. So, it is. It's it's very cool. I enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. So there. That now you can also share that with all of your brewery friends. Like, hey, look, <laughs> I got my own labels. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, that's good. And and hey, since we're talking about getting your own beer set up, uh, I, again, I see the red sheet that you put that you're doing a little bit of remodeling. Yeah. Um. You guys know, I don't know, don't remember if the listeners know, but uh, in my backyard, we have a small little house that my brother-in-law has lived in for last 13 years. And he uh, bought his own house last month. So he has moved out of that house. And uh, so last weekend, we started tearing into the living room. It had wood panel walls and we thought it'd be nice to tear those out put some insulation in because there's no insulation in those walls and put up some sheetrock and we got the wood paneling off and discovered that behind that is plaster and lath which we weren't planning on having to tear out on top of everything else so my my project that i anticipated to take day a day and a half ended up taking like two days of just demo we haven't gotten the sheetrock up or the insulation in yet so if only you had That's a weekend a- where you couldn't go anywhere or do much of anything outside of around the house yeah un- unfortunately i don't really want to carry sheetrock from the back of a pickup into the house in 35 below weather so it's it's not happening this weekend hey i mean as long as you carry it like this then you'll be fine just don't do like this and then you'll end up in south dakota <laughs> the uh the important question so far is how many trips to menards have you had to make you know we go to we go to the other one and we only made one trip so far we need to make another one for sheetrock but I, I don't like getting my that song stuck in my head when i go to the other place so. listen it's, it's just not a good project unless you go to menards three times so <laughs> you have to get at least one more trip in i'm, I'm sure we Save will big money yeah uh, even if you're going to the other one, you know, apparently we're not going to say, even though we're saying Bedard's, it's, uh, <laughs> we have weird Lowe's, standards on this show. Lowe's doesn't really have a theme song, so we can't say, like, say big money. And we can't tell you to go where the doers get work done because we don't have one of those anymore. <laughs> but it's still my ringtone. That's your ringtone? You never knew that? Uh, well, listen, I'm not usually around you when you get a phone call. <clears throat> yeah, because my phone's also on silent. Yeah. It's like when go. you go to a movie and it's like, please silence your phone. It's like, oh, man, this thing's been on silent for eight years. I better double check to make sure it's still on silent. I don't use my phone for that. <laughs> I did, did not realize, no, that that was your ringtone. I didn't know you were such a fan of uh, the Home Depot. Just like the jam, man. Mm. Unlike the fact that 
University of Nebraska Omaha scored a goal in overtime. To your sorrow. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my uh, my project that I've been working on. And like I said, I'm probably not going to do a whole lot this weekend. Might get some insulation stuck into the walls just to get ahead of that a little bit. But. Now we're going to get copyright strike from Home Depot. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe we can get a sponsorship. You know, a sponsorship to get doing to do things and get things done to do what's right and do the things it's what doers do listen to beer blues bs just do it no that's don't don't be confused by that they they are they just lost their their uh, spokesperson of 30 plus years Sorry, it was just it was just such an easy joke. I, I you know. Just... Oh, so you had to do it. Yes. Did you know that Tiger Woods has declined to continue his sponsorship with Nike after thirty plus years? I, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. Do Done. That. I also didn't realize he'd been there thirty years doing it. Well, sports news, or like sports trivia. Yeah, whatever. Now I guess it is technically news. We need to. Go back to Buzz Time and get to number one again. Is there any place that does Buzz Time trivia in, in Bismarck? Probably, but I'd have to look. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does their own trivia now, Blazing Trivia. And Space Aliens does the the other trivia. Gosh, I don't even remember the team code anymore. It's been so long. S- stage something? Well, that's the, that's the username. Oh. But then I forget oh, what the password is to sign in. What? Where? O'Brien's. Oh, never been in O'Brien's. What's funny is I searched Bismarck, North Dakota, and it gave me three results. One was O'Brien's. One was a place called The Hangout by two guys in Naples, Florida, and Tailgaters in Fargo. Wow. In that order. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of weird that it's thrown into Florida. But... Tap TV is the one that Space Alien says. Yeah, it's been... Yeesh, years. So when did TGI Fridays close down? That was like 2013, 14. Yeah, somewhere right in there. Because that, I mean, that was the thing. For for the audience who doesn't know, uh, my parents got involved in a trivia group back when I was in high school. And and so my parents, uh, along with the other members of this group, they got together from like 2003 up until about 2013 for 10 years they would go every Wednesday night and play trivia. And they used to do Buffalo Wild Wings. Then they moved over to TGI Fridays and they would do it every Wednesday. And then once I moved back uh, from Montana, my wife and I joined and would, would join them and play. We brought Kidder along. Kidder got to play. And then my siblings, whenever they would come back, they would join in. And we would just, you'd sit, we'd play three rounds of trivia, have some apps, drink some beer. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, nice. We we do the uh, the live trivia at Dialectic on Tuesdays. Although my mom is out of the state until May, so we're kind of on hiatus until she comes back because she usually takes care of the little guy while we're at trivia. So. We tried after TGI Fridays closed. We tried a couple of those live events. We did a couple up at the lodge, and one it was always just like super booked. 
So like I would have to, my work was really close. So like I would have to like leave early to try and grab a table for everybody. But the, the thing that I always had problems with, with the, with the live trivia is the amount of people who would cheat and pull stuff up on their phones and such. Dialectic's a small enough place that I don't think that happens, but there's usually yeah. only about five or six teams. Yeah. Cause we, like, I remember the, one of the times we were there and it was like the last question, like the bonus question, or I forget how they were playing it, but it was the last question. And it was about, um, when they did all of the, um, quarters for the different states and it's like which one has a race car on it and i knew that it was indiana for the indianapolis 500 so we put that in and as i turned in our sheet i'm walking back and here's a table where they're like they pulled it up on their phone and they did that and i'm like i actually leaned in to the table i'm like you guys are really cheating at bar trivia <laughs> like <laughs> really wow really i just I, yeah. I do have a good story about the the lodge trivia my my brother-in-law used to play there with some of his friends and they do the like the little bonus round thing or whatever where you pay a quarter for your answers and you can just put whatever you want that's totally off the wall. Mm-hmm. And the question was something like 10% of people do after they break up with a significant other or something like that. Or, it's, or something they hide. I can't remember exactly how it was phrased. But anyway, his answer was the body. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. I miss buzz time trivia. The tap TV is pretty good too, but... Got to drive across town. Blazing trivia isn't too bad either. Uh, that one is nice because you play through the B-Dubs app, and then you get points for your trivia score, and you can redeem them for free soft drinks, free entrees, appetizers, etc. Beer. Probably. Beer. <laughs> we, uh, we also, when I worked at Gateway to Science, we used to do an adult night. We tried it for a couple of months. And uh, we would have uh, Scott Wilde come in and do trivia. And He's a good it was interesting. He is an excellent guy. Um, but it was one of those things like then the entire event stopped and they forced everybody to play trivia. I never liked it mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, mostly because like I had staff and such who were there and having to work. And then it's like, well, great, but everybody's now playing trivia. And now I'm just like stuck out in the gallery. Oh, doing nothing. So we did a 24 hour trivia with Scott, but I think it was the last year that he did it. He's a good guy. I always liked Scott. <clears throat> he used to, he would be the, he tended to be the MC at the Einstein and wine event every year. Nice. Yeah. He did a great job with that. So, but I actually saw gateway to science is actually bringing back their adult night. They're doing an adult night, um, astronomy night observation. Oh, cool. My, my, I, I won't be going, and it's not because I have anything against my former place that I worked, but it's like 25 bucks a pop uh, to get in. And that's just, you know, when it's like, okay, me and the wife, that's $50. You know, that's dinner and a movie. Yeah, your membership doesn't cover those sorts of events uh, or a I, discount even. I'm going to guess there's a discount for the membership. I just saw the, like, ad flash up, but I'm just like, that's a... That's a pricey date, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just my my. That was just my general reaction because that was also part of the problem that we had when we did it. Was I I felt like you know they were they wanted people and at that time of of like our generation to be showing up, and I'm like and I made the argument I'm like I can't recommend this to my friends. I said listen I I love the you know this place I'm working is but I can't do it because it's 
you know, by the time as most of the people I know, they have kids. So you have to pay for the babysitter, you know, unless you have family. <laughs> you had to pay for the babysitter. You then have to pay for your ticket. You probably are gonna grab something to eat before or after. Like it gets to be a pricey night. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how anybody does it and, and does it on a regular basis. Because we were doing them pretty regularly, and then it's just and it was the first night time we did it, we got quite a few people, and then it just it died out. I just don't think we had quite the right venture for it, but we'll see. I, I mean, I wish them luck with it, but and I feel like just, that makes sense if there's something that needs to be paid for to include with it, but if it's just admission or stuff that's already there, then it can be cheaper. Yeah. So I I don't know. We'll I'll see if I hear anybody who goes, but I won't. Be I, I know somebody who would probably be interested in going, but he's also a huge astronomy nerd. So, well, you know, hey, we should he should go and then report back. Let us know. <laughs> is it worth the value? You know, right. Did, did, he, did he feel it was worth it? He, he may not feel it's worth it just because of some of the stuff he does. Like he's got a telescope that he has a camera connected to and a gyro that will actually follow whatever star he wants to lock it to. And so he'll take long exposure photos of whatever nebula or whatever he happens to be looking at that night. Take like a three or four hour exposure on it. You know that it, it's pretty cool. The people who do those sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, yeah, it's fun, really cool stuff. Fun, fun story. Uh, hey, locally, you've never been out to my parents' ranch. Gitter uh, has. My, my parents are kind of out in the middle of nowhere and they have uh, their driveway is just kind of like this gravel road that you wouldn't really know, like that there was a house connected to it. It's just like a gravel section road that gets to their place uh, with a mailbox at the end. And uh, one night my my dad's sitting there laying in bed and they have a sliding glass door that's right in front of their, their bed because their house is weird. It, I can tell that story uh, <laughs> a little bit later. But they have a, a sliding glass door right in front of their bed. And he sees some headlights coming down the driveway and they stop and they turn off. He's like, who the hell's out here? Because it is the middle of nowhere. So he, he, my dad, gets his gun, <laughs> hikes out there. And uh, here is this young lady. She, she was trying to take uh, photos of the northern lights. And had just driven down their driveway, not realizing it was a driveway, uh, because she thought, oh, well, this gets me off the main road. It'll be dark here. I can I can get my photo, not realizing it was somebody's property. Um, my dad just had a conversation with her, and he's like, okay, that's fine. He didn't mind. It was just kind of more of like, who is this? Who's out right. here on the, on the property? But yeah, no, my parents live in a really interesting um, house. The people who owned it, it was their family's homestead. So her, I can't remember if it was just her grandparents or her great-grandparents, but it was the family homestead. So it's 160 acres. Um, and the, the gal, Stephanie, had inherited it. And her and her husband were going to uh, start a dog kennel on that. They wanted to kind of raise and breed their own dogs and, and be in that business. And so they, they built the kennel building and they built a shop uh, and then they ran out of money to build their house. So they lived in a double wide for a while 
And their thought was, well, we'll save up the money and then we'll finish the, you know, we'll, we'll build the house. Well, you know, years go by and they don't get around to that part of the project. Uh, they, they actually just decided that they got tired of living in the double wide. So they started converting the kennel building into their, into their house. So we describe my parents' place as rustic industrial. <laughs> it's got plywood walls, but you can see all of like the venting and such uh, running across the ceiling and all of that. It's concrete floors. Uh, their, their shower stall is made out of brick. Like <laughs> it's got saloon doors on it. it it's nice. It's a very kind of rustic, you know, steel building that my parents live in and uh they absolutely love it and it, it is actually a really kind of cool building and property I was gonna say, it sounds kind of cool <laughs> it 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 really is my parents have added an extension onto it and uh they've ex- extended the shop as well um but it's a it's a pretty cool place that they have and uh back before my brother lived in town uh when my parents would travel uh for work and things like that I used to get to go out and dog sit and it's like, I had my own cabin out in the, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. It was, it was like, this is great. And so it's a pretty cool property, but yeah. Uh, anyway, the reason my parents ended up with it was they were in, they're in the same dog training group as this, um, Stephanie and my, my parents, they went out there for a, they did a, a group picnic out there and my parents fell in love with the property and they, they just said to her, you know, if you ever decide to sell this place, let us know. And about a year later, uh, Stephanie called and said, hey, are you guys still interested in my property? My husband and I are getting a divorce, and I would really hate for him to get any part of this because it's the family homestead, so I'll sell it to you. So my parents bought it. <laughs> nice. So, and uh, they've been out there quite a few years now, and they they love it out there. Kidder has even got a rock named after him. That's a P-Rock? A rock. No, that's next door. <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong address the door was open i had to take it <laughs> I, I, yeah, mean, I, have no, I have nothing to do with that rock <laughs> except a healthy disdain for it kidder came out one day and we were moving some rocks from the field out uh, my parents were doing some landscaping and kidder got to try to pick up a really big one with the skid steer and it has ever since uh been named after him hey we picked it twice and made it a good like 50 feet mm-hmm <laughs> yeah for the record because i'm i'm no expert skid steer operator however i've dabbled and then your dad finished it off by cheating and just shoved the thing all the way across <laughs> to the, its final landing place he didn't actually drag it or uh pick it so look what you have to ask did you grab a new beer i did grab a new beer all right because that means i need to kick it off and say welcome to everybody's second favorite segment of the show and that is What's on tap? Round two. Drink. So so what are you having for round two? I am having, I think this may have come from Kidder. I don't remember for sure. It's been in my fridge for a little while. It's the New Belgium Atomic Citrus. Ooh. Uh, Voodoo Ranger. It's a blood orange ale. It says ale with blood orange juice, natural flavors, and spice. And blood. See bottom for enjoy by date. Uh, not seeing uh, alcohol by volume on here. There, there we go. Seven percent. Oh boy. 
And it's best by October of 2023. So, so get the drink of that thing. <laughs> but it's been in my fridge for before that date. So it's only my own fault for being expired. Oh, it's very orangey. Smell at least. Mm. Mm. Not sure how I feel about that one. It's very hoppy as well. It's gonna. It's gonna say it. You know. And all these times I've watched you drink some of these beers, like usually you have a pretty good poker face. About you know, <laughs> it's hard to tell if if it's good or not. I have to wait for it. But but this time I could kind of read that face. That's a little bit of like I'm not sure I like this. I don't think it's good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll give that one like a two out of five. It doesn't look like this one's been had before, so maybe this one didn't come from Kidder. It's, it's hard to say. My wife also got me a random six-pack a while back, so it could have come out of that. Well, uh, we already talked while you were doing that. The Kidder is uh, still working on his whiskey drink because <clears throat> he, he poured a heavy drink. And uh, I have something that's also a bit heavy for my second drink. Gentlemen, I present to you, it's been on the show before, but not in this form. That's right. It's a new form of a classic. It is the Finnish Long Drink Black oh. Edition. Yeah. What is the Black Edition? It is strong citrus. Uh, and unlike its usual, like, 4.5% alcohol by volume, this is a hefty 8.5% alcohol wow. by volume. So... Cheers yeah. to another citrus drink. Yeah. Uh, so we've uh, we've read the legend of the Finnish long drink many times on uh, this show. Uh, this is a, a drink that I started drinking on the show and has, has spread through the group. And um, most of us all enjoy it. Uh, JS has some strong feelings about the regular one <clears throat> that are clearly wrong. But, you know. Clearly. Yeah. He's not here to defend himself, so. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, you, you never know that. He, he has been known to just kick down the tavern door on occasion. True. Well, it, it smells. It doesn't smell any stronger. But uh, we'll give this a try. I have not had one on the show before. I'll say this. it uh, It doesn't taste any different. But uh, I, I, I am kind of glad that I'm done gluing things <clears throat> as I start this. Because I have a feeling that one's going to hit me hard. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. Um, I forget what I have rated the original one, but it's probably right in line with that. So probably right around to like a 4.5. I believe that was one of the ones that got a five out of five, but I'd have to double check. Mm. I'll still stick with the 4.5. Mostly because this is so heavy. I don't know that I could drink this on like as frequently. I'm a besides yeah, being five out of five, the, yeah. the regular one. That makes sense. As, as well as the cranberry one. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll give it 
That's it. Four point four point five. I'll stick with it. I have spoken. Speaking of speaking, isn't it always fun when kids say the darndest things? Kidder wouldn't know. <laughs> you, you, you and I know. <laughs> Kidder wouldn't I, know. Kidder's like, I, I don't like being around kids. You know. I got a good one for you. My <laughs> my son's been getting into playing on the Switch a little bit lately. Ah. And uh, so he was watching me play this time. I was playing Mario 64 off of the emulator that they have built into it. And I was in one of the early episodes, like the or levels of it. And just the, you know, the, the graphics of it aren't the same as what we have nowadays. So it's a little bit choppy and glitchy. And I was trying to go across one of those little bridge things. And I kept falling off of it. And he goes, Dad, you suck. <laughs> like, I, I can't argue with you, but I keep falling off. <laughs> I do suck. She hand him the controller and say, all right. No. <laughs> you think you're so great? Go for it. He has been into a boy and his blob lately, though. But what he does is he has me play through like 99% of the level. And then he wants me to hand him the controller at the very end when you go pick up the jelly bean at the end of the level and finish it. <laughs> and I oblige him, of course. But it's kind of funny. He'll hand me the controller at the very beginning of the episode and say, okay, you play. <laughs> and then when I get to the end, he goes, okay, let me have the controller. With my son, uh, we've been doing, I bought the, uh, there's a collection of all of the old uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Um, and so we, we've been playing through that, uh, mostly just the arcade versions on those, because with those, you can just hit the start button a bunch of times and end up with like 150 lives right off the bat. And, uh, which is good. And so he, uh, we've been playing through that and he's, he's okay. Um, but he, he can't quite. And, you know, with his, I don't know if it's his apraxia or just too much going on all at once. Uh, he can't handle kind of all of the button pushes and watching and comprehending all at the same time. So like he'll just stand there. Like he'll walk away and then he'll stand there. And then he can hit the button to attack anything that comes near him. But like he has to stop attacking to walk forward. <laughs> and so sometimes you have to be like, buddy, walk, walk. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how mine is too. Like if he does play a level of a boy in his blob, he doesn't multitask well on it. He'll yeah. he'll do one thing at a time. He he uh, he did delete my save file that was all the way at the end of the game, which was a little bit upsetting. But he's been wanting to play it enough that we're almost back there now. So, that uh, yeah, there's there's some pain and suffering. Um, I uh, I actually here's a fun one. Kidder will laugh at this that I, I finally am getting around to it. I uh, I bought myself a game to play here recently. Uh, and I, I'm really late to the game, but you know I'm living up to that most relevant podcast host on the internet. Uh, started playing Skyrim, which the reason I say Kidder will laugh is because Kidder has fond memories of watching me play Morrowind back when we were in college, because that was a game where like if you weren't a fighter, 
like the rats would kill you. And so Kidder would watch me spending hours upon hours sneaking through the landscape, hoping that nothing popped up and killed me. And Next. typically it was a, I'm almost there, almost there. Oh, there's something. I'll stop. Stop. It sees me. No, I'm dead. Bing! Back at the starting point. And then there's yeah. me over there watching him going, ha 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 Skyrim and decided to give that a try. And uh, Junior has been watching me play, and he doesn't quite understand video games. And so, like, when I started playing it, it was I, I kept getting the question, like, Dad, why you play Skyrim? Because <laughs> I wanted to play Skyrim. Who, you know, and and for anybody who's not familiar with it, it's a first person game. I mean, you can put it in third person, but it's first person. You're like, where is your guy? I'm like, well, I'm looking out of the eyes of my guy. Where is your guy? It's it's been pretty funny. I haven't gotten too far into it, but it's I played a little bit. Nice, it's all right. Um, I did some searching on the internet for uh, a good game for a kid his age to kind of get them started out on video games a little bit. And I found quite a few recommendations for a Paw Patrol game. So I purchased that for him for Christmas and he enjoyed that pretty well. He hasn't played it lately now that he started discovering the other games that we have, like Boy and His Blob and uh, Mario Kart. He's also been pretty into so. Mario Kart. He usually gets bored with after a little while, but it's it's kind of nice. The one on the switch has uh, auto acceleration, so he doesn't have to worry about pushing a button to go. And then it's also right. got a feature you can turn on that won't let you turn around backwards or fall off of a level. So it'll at least put it in like kid mode for him, essentially, so he can he can do whatever he wants and not do too bad. Like he's actually gotten third or fourth place before and not even tried. <laughs> yeah, I tried uh, Mario Kart with my son um, on the Wii. Uh, we don't have a Switch, but we have a Wii. And we only have one controller. We haven't found our other controllers from the move. So it turned into like me doing the steering and running like the buttons. I'm like, okay, you just have to hold down the accelerator. The number of times that we would come to a complete stop. <laughs> like, buddy, pull the pull the trigger. We gotta go. <laughs> Fun times. It's hard to watch them do that sometimes, but you just gotta let them do it how they want, because oh yeah. It's how they're gonna learn, but and they don't care if they win or lose on those types of games. And oh, yeah, me, me, and him, we just kind of have fun when we do it. Yeah, lately I've been when we play Mario Kart, he'll usually ask somebody to play with him. And then now that he's to the point where he basically understands what he needs to do, I just take mine and I'll usually finish first place in the race. And he's still sitting back in like usually eighth to twelfth place with all the features turned on, but he has fun with it. He'll Sometimes he'll try to turn around backwards and make the tow truck guy come get him and turn him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fun. It's fun getting to introduce them to gaming and such. Yep. Let's see if Kidder's paying attention. Oh, I see everything. Do you? I think that's the first thing Kidder's noticed that you've done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah. Kidder, Kidder, you've been playing anything? 
Any anything coming across your gaming console? No. No. Okay. Well, I haven't had any time. I was just uh, talking earlier today about how uh, I haven't uh, even turned my Xbox on in over a month. Been very very sad because I haven't even been able to do anything on there. Like um, Rude Boy and I have to play Halo. We haven't played that since the game came out. That's how much we lost interest in the latest Halo. We didn't even finish the damn thing. I didn't even buy it. Well, you don't buy anything. Unless it's been out I for 10 years. I don't have a console that'll play it. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, I, I don't get a lot of time for gaming. and I, I spend my time painting miniatures. Because that's relaxing. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> an American truck simulator... Kansas is going to be the new state. Oh. Nebraska is coming along, and that has not been released yet. Oklahoma was released uh, before Kansas was. It's a little key, uh, rework for California. They've added a bunch of extra stuff and retooled some of the cities. Christmas event was extended. I uh, still waiting to have a sale of good proportions for Cities Skylines 2. Rude Boy picked it up, and it's got a bunch of bugs, and the reviews are mixed on it. came out in October. Also, a game that's got mixed reviews is Star Trek Infinite, and that one, uh, not as expensive as City Skylines, but <clears throat> it's a game... And I don't remember the original game, maybe if I looked into it. But basically, this this game was... Uh, do, 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 do. Eh, whatever. Uh, the original version of the game is almost identical to the Star Trek one, but they retooled it and then issued it as an actual Star Trek game. But I guess there was a mod that was out that made it into a Star Trek game before, and the mod was better than the game that the developers actually made for it. So that does happen sometimes where the modding community is just way on top of things, far more than the actual game developers. Stellaris, if you've heard of it or played it, that's the original game. One uh, review right here <clears throat> after playing... 2.2 hours. This game is awful. If I wanted to play menus, I'd order from DoorDash. That's a good review. And I mean that as in, like, nice bird. Game is a total mess. I can't even scroll the species to play on the launch screen. Further on the planet screen, I can't access the building screen as it cut off below the screen and it cannot be scrolled down. The main screen of the game looks fine. Does not appear to have anything in cut off. Total disappointment. It's, uh, you know, the, the state of gaming is just interesting because it, you know, I don't know how much you guys have followed of the industry, but the fact that you get more and more of these like AAA games coming out and they're not done. They're unfinished. They're not good. I, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I don't feel bad that I wait 10 years before I buy something because like they might actually have fixed the game by then. <laughs> and it might actually be playable. But Or like Saints Row, the company just goes under and then that's it. Yeah. So Which I, I'm very dis disappointed because I don't remember if I mentioned it, but the game... Saints Row 
the new one, was free December 30th and 31st, and I saw the article on it on the 1st. Hmm. Frickers. That's uh, that's disappointing. I feel bad for the people who go out and buy these things. I mean, I, I've seen the reviews on things like Starfield, which came out not that long ago. It just sounds terrible. I feel bad for anybody who bought that. The the game apparently was fantastic in the first play. Super awesome, super exciting, and then about four hours in, you're like, I've done everything, and then you don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, it had a lot of uh, empty planets and a lot of like, hey, you've landed here. Now it's going to take you five minutes to walk across to this base you want to visit. Once you get there, there's hardly anything to do was the kind of the critique I saw. The other problem was, and and it's a Bethesda game, you know, so like you could be a bad guy, you could be a pirate, you could steal stuff. But then when you try to play like a mission and it has you go to a, you know, like a major solar system or a major planet and you need to land to complete your mission. As soon as you try to dock, it's like, well, you have a bounty, so you're going to have to pay this exorbitant fine in order to land. Classic Bethesda. Yeah, it just it then sucks. It's not like, again, like a Skyrim or Oblivion or a Morrowind where you can have a bounty and you can walk into town. And as long as you don't really do anything, you can get away with it. But well, you haven't been playing anything, Kidder. Have you been watching anything? Anybody think crossing the old TV screen? Brand new Ted series premiered yesterday, uh, as in the movie Ted uh, with Mark Wahlberg and... Ted. Uh-huh. Seth McFarlane. Yes. Ah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in a repeat of what happened of the episode that came out the week that we're recording this, joining us, kicking down the door, it is one JS Gunslinger. Good afternoon, you big beautiful buttholes. <laughs> Yeah, you yes. gotta pay for that. <laughs> Alcohol has been involved. Oh. <laughs> you already missed the insulation talks. So. <sighs> you mother started without me. <laughs> well, it, it, in all fairness, <clears throat> Kidder didn't tell us you were coming, so... Kidder didn't tell me I was coming until like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have a reason to come until about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) And 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 that's because I I, I may have invoked your name because I'm I'm drinking this. It is the Finnish long drink black version. Basically the blue version, but with a higher alcohol content. So it's like vodka pine tree. You can have it. Yeah, and see, that's where I, I then made the comment about how you're wrong about the blue Finnish long drink. And Local Geek said, JS isn't here to, to argue, and then that's when you got the invite. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so. I, uh, I will firmly stand my ground that the blue Finnish long drink tastes like dog water. The red one, the red one is very good. The blue one, it, it's absolutely terrible. I think you need to give it a second chance. I do not think I need to give it a second chance. One was enough. <laughs> you you must have gotten a bad one or something. I, I did not. They're all bad. So all of them would be the same. I, I'm going to say, Kidder, I got I know Howard the ref isn't here, but he'd probably give you a two minutes uh, for instigating. 
Mm. <laughs> I'm just a witness. It's a beautiful I wasn't even on the ice there, at yeah. the time. <laughs> I'll take the technical for fighting. <laughs> so so what are you drinking js i, I think we all kind of got a glimpse of it but i uh i have my wonderfully decorated uh sucker punch mug here i've been i've been delicately hand washing this one since that episode to keep this this sticker here on my on my mug uh i have a whatever size 32 ounce Cheap Walmart tumbler full of hot Lipton tea, a giant spoonful of local farm-raised honey, and a very healthy helping of uh, XO brandy. Sounds like um, a cold killer. Uh, that is uh, that it has that effect too. How, how's it going? Since you uh, jumped in, how, how are things? <laughs> it is going wonderful. Um, I don't know if Kidder told you, but my my wife and I uh, recently took a little bit of a of a plane slash road trip to the Washington area. Picked up a uh, a, a tactical camper van and then drove the uh, that biatch all the way back here. I saw pictures. That thing looked pretty nice. Yeah, I didn't want to uh, spoil it. We're 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 pleasantly happy with it for the most part. I, I had to I had to fix a few how do we say uh, twelve volt mishaps. Somebody didn't know how to how to do twelve volt wiring, so I I had to fix that. But did you did you hold one wire here and one wire here just to make sure they work? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what route did you take on your your way? We went all over the damn place because I like chasing squirrels on ceiling fans. So <laughs> we uh, we went we left uh, Seattle shortly after we bought it and drove to uh, the hell town was at the other large one that starts with an S. Uh, Spokane. That one. <laughs> yes. Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong state, Gitter. Spearfish. Slidell, <laughs> Louisiana. Uh, yes, yes. We uh, drove to Spokane, met up with our former neighbors who actually moved out to the just outside of Spokane area, have a beautiful little log cabin right right off the kind of right off the mountains. My my six year old got to got to see her her six year old boyfriend. So they, they got the they got to spend a uh, half a night and good good part of the next day together. Spend some time in Spokane, just kind of checking out the downtown area, the Riverside Park. Went to a 112 year old carousel and rode the carousel. That thing is super cool. Just had a really good, just really really good time. Aside from the crappy Chinese food or not Chinese food, but uh, sushi. It was um, fish dot com. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, sushi sushi.com is the restaurant. And uh it was not good. I'm just I, not not impressed. I may have kept driving. <laughs> just, you know what? We'll go to the next one. Like freshsushi.com. Like yeah, yeah. Not it, shipped to us. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be better. It was not. You're um, not wrong. Should have went to the little Irish pub that was next door. 
they uh, probably would have had better. Always good choice. Probably would have had better food. But uh, so then from Spokane, um, I have always wanted to see and go to Flathead Lake, Montana, up on Calspell. So we kind of took a little bit of a diversion and drove to Poland, Montana. Stayed in Poland overnight in in the camper van. Um, did got you, up did that you pick morning. Yourself up any, uh, cold smoke. I may have picked up something. It was not cold smoke. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have. I, I I found two other ones. One of which I'm going to disperse among amongst y'all. Um, I wanted I cold smoke, but I didn't have enough room in the damn fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it travels outside of a fridge just fine. Yeah, I put. I spent too much time in college where if if you let the cold beer get warm and then cool it down again, it just tasted like skunk water. And you would have, and, you would have been fine. Yeah, it's a quality probably, beer. Probably, probably. Uh, Natty Ice does not uh, does not cool and uh, cool heat then recool very well. Cold smoke is tears above Natty. Ice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Natty There's no comparison. I know, <laughs> but. I was well conditioned. <laughs> I was poor in college, okay? <laughs> uh, so then from so from Poland, we got up that morning, drove the entire length of the lake all the way up to Kalspell. Um, made a couple little stops along the lake to check out some of the docks and skip rocks and, you know, did not grab any rocks from the shore. Um, I I have to ask: Did you did you drive the uh, east side or the west side of Flathead Lake? We were on the west side. Okay, it it because and I asked because they're different. The yes. the west side when you drive is very mountainous. Uh, and it's a beautiful drive. The east side is kind of interesting and different because it's filled with uh, cherry orchards. Okay, and so we were yeah we were seeing some orchards on the west side as we drove and. It really kind of threw us off because we we knew we like I never seen one of them before, so I didn't realize the cherries grew that well there. Yeah, flathead cherries are amazing. Uh, and Jay, as I don't know if you know this, I I spent some time. I spent about five years up in uh, Eureka, Montana, which is about an hour north of Kalispell. Okay, and, and so and going up there, I, I didn't know for how long. Yeah, and so. Like that, you're in my old neck of the woods, including when you were in Spokane, because we loved to go to Coeur d'Alene. Was our like, we didn't get a lot of vacation time because yep. <laughs> school we were at didn't pay well. <laughs> uh, so like, we would do like our vacation would be like, we're gonna take a long weekend and we're gonna go to like Coeur d'Alene and and check out. There's actually a really cool uh, little amusement park right outside of Coeur d'Alene, um, Silverwood. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll probably be making another trip or two out that way since since our our neighbors live out there now. And I said, I've just I've always wanted to see Flathead Lake. I want to go out in the summer and, and kayak it, just because of how beautiful the the water and whatnot is supposed to be. So <laughs> you, you'll have to you'll have to to go a little bit further north. Um, there is a, a a lake called Dickey Lake, and it's in between Kalispell and Eureka. And it is the most beautiful shade of turquoise you've ever seen. It's All very right. good. Dick. I will I will definitely keep that in mind. No, it's not. Um so so that's that's kind of cool. Uh Lake Kukanusa is kind of cool. 
because you can drive a, across the bridge um, at Rexford, and it's okay. kind of a cool trellis bridge over it. It's I think it's the longest bridge in uh, Montana. All right, so that's kind of cool. Um, the other really cool one is there's a really cool uh, suspension bridge like the indiana jones type suspension bridge over the kukanusa falls uh, out between libby and troy montana hitters okay. been on that bridge so that sounds like a great time yeah because you got to walk across it it would probably <laughs> terrify terrify my wife so it'd be even more fun <laughs> yeah uh the the falls from it if you ever saw the movie the revenant with leonardo dicaprio if you fall from it, you won't have to worry about it. Uh, but there's a famous scene where he goes down a waterfall, and it's it's the Kukanusa Falls in which this bridge is goes oh. over the top of. Interesting. I yeah. have not seen that movie. It's been on the list, but I haven't made it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, and then from there we uh, we went we drove up to Highway Two because I thought Highway I. It's been a long time since I've taken Highway 2 through Montana. And I assumed, since it's a two-lane highway here, or a two-lane divided highway in North Dakota, that it would be a two-lane <laughs> divided highway in Montana. And uh, oh, I was very sorely mistaken. And Highway 2 is terrible. Highway yeah. 2 Highway 2 is terrible. Funny, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just bitching about, about this earlier this week. <laughs> Like Tuesday, I'm like f Montana and their bull about Highway Two. You can't even put money in to make it four lanes. Bunch of stupidity up there in the northern fringe. Had I had I remembered Highway Two is that terrible, we probably would have went south and taken the 59 or 54, whichever one that is. Uh, however, I I did not uh, did not plan that route well. Just about I got into a fight with a meth with a uh, meth addict in Grizzly, Montana, or one of them towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, random guy, them. random guy, come up to the window and decided that he wanted to ride with us. Uh, that that was not happening. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want to know a fun fact about Highway <laughs> Montana? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, sure. Random fact. Hit me. It's it's one of the few highways in the country that has mile marker six six six. I should have found that and stolen that. <laughs> uh, I, I I will two things. One, um, if you want a great route across Montana, I recommend Highway two hundred. Oh. goes through Lewistown. Um, okay, but it's a bit more scenic than like the flatness of Highway two. Um, it- when we, we go, did, we did the entire thing in the dark, so we didn't get much scenery. Uh, you wouldn't have got much if it was in the light. I've driven oh. that route many times. <laughs> it's, you you cross like the Milk River like seven times as you I go noticed, across. I noticed that. That was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you don't cross it seven times. You just stuck in a time loop. I was I was wondering, like after like the fifth one, I'm like, are we? Are we going in circles? Like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, my wife and I have driven just about every way across Montana, and uh, Highway 200 is our favorite route. All right. I will definitely keep that in mind because Highway 2 sucks. Yeah. Um, but, but since you brought up Method, uh, I have a great story that actually happened here in Bismarck. But uh, when my wife and I were dating, uh, I used to drive a, a little Pontiac Grand Am. Uh, 
and it was old and the AC and it was not great. And so during the summer, I, I tended to more often than not drive with my windows down. It's better than the hot car. We were we were coming up State Street and we were we were turning onto Interstate. So that's a you know it's a double left to turn onto that. We were going to go over. I think we were going to to the AMC movie theater back when it was Carmike. And uh, so we're we're in the the one left hand turn lane. Somebody pulls up next to us in the other left hand turn lane. I have my window down. They have their window down, and this this big guy, long curly hair, scraggly mustache and goatee, leans out and goes, "Hey, can I bum a cigarette off you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I don't smoke." You know, which is the truth. Um, and he immediately loses his. It is, dude. Your window's down. You're just being a racist, mother. You're just da da da. He just goes off, and the lady behind him's like, "Hey, hey, stop it, stop it. This is why I don't like driving with you when you're high. <laughs> We're sorry. He's messed up." Yeah, but he, he thought that the only reason I would have my window down is because I was smoking and, and didn't want the smoke smell in my car. And it's like, no, I just have a crappy AC. <laughs> like, well, you, you know what they say is that meth is a wonderful drug. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with no on that one. But hey, that's that's what, what I've heard from those who wish to partake. It's a great way to not have to worry about going to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, teeth aren't high on their priority list. Just, just them. Yeah, no, no. I it, it was, it was funny. I mean, Lefty and I laughed about it because I, I'm, I'm totally not a smoker. I think I made a joke once. Uh, I had an aunt uh, who is who's now passed away, uh, but she, she's the reason I don't smoke because she was Cruella Duvel. I don't mean that she was trying to kill puppies, but <laughs> like, like that was the best description I could ever give of her. She, she had her demons. She wrestled with drugs, but every time you saw her, she was, she was always very thin, very almost skeletal bone structure. Uh, you almost always saw her in a fur coat and she was almost always smoking a cigarette. And so that was how I would describe her was Cruella Duvel. In fact, me and my brother, when we were little, we actually thought she was Cruella Duvel because she fit that, that image. And so that's how I described her to my wife. <laughs> and the first time my wife ever met my aunt, we were pulling up and it was for uh, my great grandmother's funeral. And we, we, we pull up to the church and, and here comes my aunt, you know, fur coat marching out to the car and my wife just goes is that your aunt i go yeah she goes you're so right she's cruella duvel <laughs> it, 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 it spit an image and and all of that so but she she always reeked of cigars or of cigarette smoke and because of that and because my brother and i would get hand-me-down clothes from her kids i Never. I hated the smell of it. I've just, it turned me like I never had any desire to be anywhere near cigarettes because of that. Now, Howard, I thought you chose not to smoke just because you had common sense. That too. But I, I'm just saying, like, as a kid, like when we were going through DARE, because, you know, everybody goes through the DARE program. 
Like they'd be like, and how many of you have been tempted to smoke? And I'm like, no, why you? <laughs> like, that's just stupid. That stuff reeks. <laughs> so, kind of on the same same lines. Yesterday, I was asked how many times I had drank in college before turning 21, and I was like, only on once. Fridays. <laughs> once. <laughs> Like, whatever, you, you went to UND, and I'm like, yeah, I was busy. <laughs> I didn't have time to drink. My answer probably would have had to have been all of them. I I, uh, I very much upheld the uh, national pastime of UND, so, yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was one of them. I, I mean, there had to be some people who, d- who d- did it. I mean, you know. It wouldn't have been the official pastime if nobody did it, but I think I knew one person in college who didn't didn't drink. But only one. And now you know three. Yeah. <laughs> and look where we ended up. Yeah. Same place. Yeah. <laughs> On a podcast where we drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Kidder, you uh you missed another shoot tonight. There's, there's also, and yeah, this one would have been great for because it was, it was the class. It was, it was our uh, how to shoot faster class. Oh, you know. Hmm. And then Sunday we're having another one. We're having another like actual shoot. Hmm. You know, you should, you should hmm. drop by. Hmm. I'm gonna make a joke only because you know, for the Warhammer people who play, but to shoot faster, do you just paint the gun red? I, I'll go with that. It's definitely <laughs> not silver in a revolver. <laughs> I, I, I bring it up. It's an old uh, Warhammer 40k. If you play as the orcs, you got special bonuses based on what color you painted your models, and red ones go faster. Well, yeah. So red, red, red cars always go faster. Right. So that's that was kind of the the emphasis of that joke for anybody who's not up on their Warhammer 40k lore. Sure. Next time I next time I see JS with his revolver, it's going to be bright red. <laughs> if it What's wasn't hard chromed, right? Well, now it's stainless. I might be able to make it red, <laughs> and then hmm. put a put some kind of a red dot on top of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to buy another cheap one and paint that one red. I don't I don't want to yes. paint the Smith red. Yes, don't don't ruin a good gun. Had the kiddo out with me today, and he did he did darn good again. So I don't know if he's going to make the one on Sunday. I think he's got a birthday party, so he might uh, he might not make that one. But but Kidder could join. Uh, right, there's now a spot open. Yeah, there you go, Kidder. You got a Sunday activity. <laughs> That's it's a classic experience. It's a classic I, I think, Kidder non-committal committal. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say I think I think Kidder glitched out for a minute, but <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh that's kind of what I got going on. Um, I built a fort today. It was it was pretty cool. I got I got to spend like six and a half seven hours out outside today, and uh, it was not fun. So decided to decided I'd have some fun and built a fort. Nice. Yeah. That way you're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Kidder's Kidder's got pictures of it. I don't know how to put pictures on here, but Kidder does. It's all right. I'm sure yeah. he'll share. Yeah. I'm sure Howard will put them into the episode so that you you, the audience can share. 
There you go. I had to, I had to work on a piece of on a piece of equipment, and this this telehandler was quite frozen. I tried for probably three and a half hours, four hours in the morning to get it going with just the heater and, and whatnot. Wouldn't work, so I had to go back to the shop, get some fort material, and then build a fort around the shop around the telehandler, and then pump the heat into the fort, make it super warm inside, thaw all the fuel lines out, get all the all the jelly and frozen wax out of the fuel so I could get it started and get it out of the semi. I would love to say it was a great time and I had a I had a wonderful experience, but I, I did not. I uh I froze my balls off today. Yeah, I, I could see that. I uh, I went to Jamestown and I had to thaw out our site truck for me to, to travel with. And uh, yeah, I spent the rest of the day just frozen cold. So, mm-hmm. and I was probably outside nowhere near as long as you were. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, t- today was the first day I've actually, I've, uh, I've had to put the insulated coveralls on. I've been able to make it so far this year with, with just a real thin pair of long johns, but uh that was not happening today. Yeah. Oh, that was, it was brutal out there today. If you had to be out there. That's pretty much my, been my, my last couple of weeks since, since the last appearance. So I've been going real, real ham and, and, uh, diving into the whole van life, van camper rabbit hole. So when, when, when you, when you start in the YouTube channel, uh, what's the blog coming? You, you know, February second is is my last day at the at the current company I'm at, and uh, we'll be starting the new adventure, going to work with the wife, being being a secretary and receptionist and things of that nature. He's gonna grow out his hair a little bit and start curling it. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you selling yes. off the business or? No, I'm. So we have double two locations. The business. That's what yeah, he's we've, we've got two locations. We've got 13 or 14 employees and my wife is still grooming full time and it's just too much for her to handle by herself and do everything. So I'm going to go to the second location and kind of help manage that one. Take all the phone calls, do all the schedule, you know, help with scheduling and paperwork and payroll. And, and then I can, and then hopefully like actually fix the things at the shop too and try and keep up with that because I'm like a year behind on most of my maintenance projects. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go push a desk for a little while and see how working with my wife goes. I'm at the insulation business. Oh yes, I still also have that. Uh, that is that is temporarily on hold because it is cold as balls outside, and I'm not even gonna attempt to order foam when it's this cold because I, I don't want it to freeze in the truck. Well, it's a good thing I didn't ask you to help me insulate my house. <laughs> yeah, this weekend I don't have any foam left. I ran everything I had out on the last job, and I have not ordered more since before Christmas. So. I'm uh, I'm just kind of coasting for a little bit. Once it warms back up to a somewhat normal temperature, I'll I'll order a couple more. I, I might have a large job going second week of February, but we'll we'll see how that goes. So nice. My my project we had some insulation that we've had in the shed for a couple of years that we're just throwing in just fiberglass insulation. So oh yeah. And JS for anybody who wants to uh, maybe get their pet groomed or maybe 
get their thing foamed. What uh, sort of thing uh, would we be talking here? How can we get a hold of you? Huh? Huh? Well, huh? The, if you want your dog, cat, rabbit, horse, gerbil, whatever you want, a haircut, bath, brush out, you can Power. call Pit Place Grooming in the, the Bismarck Mandan area. And uh, 222-2895 would be the phone number for those guys. So you can you can give them a call, and uh, we can we can take care of all your pet grooming needs. And if you need some insulation, uh, there there's a there's a guy that's looking at you on the screen right now that, uh, that that's got a business called R Factor Spray Foam that would love to insulate your garage or your shop or your basement or the roof of your house, whatever you got. So I'm not going to throw my cell phone out, but <laughs> you can look me up on Facebook. <clears throat> Or, hey, you know, if you go to the Triple B, or if you're watching this on YouTube, check down in the show notes. There may be a link. Or two. You know, trying to help you out. Now, JS, you know that with your adventure with the new vehicle and everything, you're going to have to start creating some episodes, and then uh, <clears throat> we'll conveniently steal those and put them into a featured section on our uh, YouTube page to actually drive some legitimate traffic. So, you know, uh, we are going to Pasadena uh, March. I think March. We're, uh, we're doing the Pasadena show. And I'll be working the booth for our sponsors um, for that show. So uh, we'll uh, we'll make some van life content and see how that goes. I I, I think I've rebuilt the electric or the uh, redesigned the electrical system about seven times in my head already, um, as well as uh, rebuilt all of the cabinets and bedding and you know everything. I've redesigned this van like seven times already in my head and on paper but still not actually in 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 man or in person but you got to uh, yeah there there i'm not gonna say there isn't a lot i should do the interior of the van is very nice she, she she did a very nice job there are some quirks that i really want to take care of uh there's a few things that drive me insane um but i'm not gonna tear that thing apart until i get like a, a good month and have everything here to, to do it because I don't want it in pieces for the next show, and then then someone's going to be quite angry with me. I do need to get some of the electrical work modified a little bit. We have a we have a hundred watt solar panel on the roof and a thousand watt inverter that charges via solar. It just didn't charge very well over the, when during our week because it was always cloudy and we drove a lot at night. And we uh, towards the end of the the last seven hours or so not even seven probably the last five four four or five hours of the trip we were out of 12 volt power so we didn't have like the intern you know like the 12 volt lights in the inside and we just had to keep the fridge closed for the most part but i gotta put in a put in a uh dc to dc charger i'm gonna and then put in a, another like a secondary battery so i got like 2000 amp hours of battery going and then that should kind of take care of the majority of the issues for now until I can rebuild the entire system with a with a with a fancy one. And LED upgrades for everything. <laughs> uh, it already has pretty much everything LED in it. The, the headlights have been redone. All the interior lights are all LED. 
I sent you the green picture, didn't I? No. Uh, the van is officially named Brun, uh, Brunhilda. Oh, Howard will probably know what that is. Yeah, that, I mean, it's not the best name out there, but... I mean, that's what the wife came up with, so... You know, the the best uh, boat name I ever saw was in Coeur d'Alene, and I... If future Howard has enough time, which I doubt he will by the time this ever I have a photo of this boat, and the name on the boat was Quitcher Bitchin'. <laughs> nice. Yes. Redneck word of the day. Yeah. It, 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 it was a good one. You know, JS, as a dad, he should have named it Vanessa. Uh, I, I I thought of we that was also considered. Um Given that it looks like a small military vehicle, we figured that we need to we needed to incorporate some kind of the, you know, like Norse Norse Viking warrior type thing going in there. So, yeah. uh, do, do do you ever pull it, or are you ever planning to pull a trailer with this van? Yes, because then you should have called it Van Holland. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <clears throat> that would be a good one. I think people would be like, that's not how you spell Van Halen. <laughs> Where's uh, Eddie? I, uh, I'm also contemplating putting mock-up uh, Browning 1919 machine guns on both sides of it just to, uh, you know, add to the effects. Oh, hey, I, I could share this because people are, well... Yes, I can show this. Uh, we finally got a quote uh, on the Oscar Zero helicopter. They finally told us what it's going to cost to demilitarize that thing. It's going to cost us like an additional $11,000. Cool. For them to take the engine out. So, you know, I, rocket change. I, and I know a guy that can probably rip a motor out of that. Yeah. So we now have to try and find that money, but. Hey, we're closer. We're closer to getting a helicopter at Oscar Zero. So you know, I I also know where there's a a freshly repainted uh, medevac Huey sitting that you know could be acquired. It's already demilled. Yeah, the thing about that though is it's probably through this same group and they probably get a little stingy about where they loan stuff. I mean, if it's on a pedestal already, you just have to take it down. <laughs> we're uh, we're trying to get um, a, uh, a Minuteman missile. Uh, the Grand Forks Air Base had one, and it blew over, damaged it a little bit, and so ah. they don't know what they want to do with it now. And uh, we're kind of like, well, you know, you don't want it. Um, we'll take it. That'd be so, cool. Yeah. All part of the experience. We're also trying to get a peacekeeper. Uh, that's on our, our wish list of stuff. So, um, but we'll have to see. Right now, a, a lot of the emphasis for the agency is, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, we're building a, an addition onto the Heritage Center. And it is going to be a military museum. Focusing Wait. in on telling the story of kind of the military in North Dakota, 
but also like talking about like the tribes and their uh, militaries, their warrior societies, and all of that. So uh, we're working on that. It it's with the National Guard. So uh, we're we're looking at what pieces and such we can get to add to that. So that's coming in the future. And how much is that expansion? Uh, well, I'll put it this way: uh, we we we're still fundraising for it, but we're already like sixteen million over budget. <laughs> so, is that going to bring back the fighting part of the fighting Sioux? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but we're we're excited about. Well, okay, I'm excited about it. Not all of my colleagues are excited about it because they're like, oh all the work we're going to have to do to make this happen. And I'm like, come on, this is going to be cool. You know, it, it's not every day that somebody, you know, people are willing to give us money to expand the heritage center. I mean, it, it's better than sitting in a flooded basement. Yeah. So, uh, so look forward to that. And then, you know, that might not be the only uh, future expansion coming to the heritage center, but we got some big plans coming down the pipe. I take it you weren't you weren't involved in the in the whole flooding basement thing that happened the other day. Oh, uh, at the <laughs> at the Heritage Center. Yeah, uh, was it the Heritage or the Library? It was Heritage or the Library? I, I don't know. Don't know which one. But I, I'm glad you brought this up. It's actually the State Library. Uh, they've broken a water main, not once, not twice, but three times. And uh, because of that broken water main, they've had to shut off the water. And so at the Heritage Center, about half of our building loses water every time they've had to shut it down. So uh, we, we have spent like the better part now of like a week, like having to walk to the other side of the building, like to go to the bathroom or refill a water bottle or anything like that. And I don't mind. Gets my steps in. But I, I have had a coworker or two who have made the comment about how do they expect us to work like this? And uh, my general response to that is suck it up because my staff up at Fort Totten, uh, they don't have a, a bathroom in the building that has their office. So they have to walk all the way about a quarter mile across the parade ground to the inn, which is the only heated building on, on in that facility that has a bathroom. So every time, like today, when it's frigid cold out, if they want to go to the bathroom, a quarter mile to get to the bathroom and back. You can just build them an outhouse. Uh, we're working on, uh, they're getting a new admin. We're, we're restoring the admin building for the fort, and that'll be their new office, and it has bathrooms in it. But I just had to laugh that there are people who are like, I can't work like this. I have to walk down the hall. I would have had to remove five layers of clothing and crawl out of my fort to use the bathroom today. And that, that was not going to happen. He just peed his pants. And then I would have to like pry the door of the Porta John open because it's frozen shut and Hopefully you didn't have to do the other one because you stick to the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, luckily we haven't flooded, but it is the state library that's flooded. But we we just got though, like I was on the road today, 
but I saw the emails are like, yeah, it's going to be like until the 17th before they get the water hopefully fixed. Huh. So, is what it is. I guess you'll be getting your steps in next week. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not complaining. It's, it's really not that far, at least from my cube, to the nearest <laughs> bathroom. But for some people, like, it's the indignity of, we don't have a working bathroom right outside my office. I mean, you, you could always point to the plant in the corner and be like, well, there, there's your other option. Yeah, that is that is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. So, well, JS, before you, you hopped on, we were talking about stuff people were watching. It sounded like Kidder wasn't watching a whole lot. He was checking out the new Ted series. Um, I finished a series uh, that I've been talking about on the show called Altered Carbon, at least the first season. And uh, first season, I'll give a thumbs up. It's good. Definitely not a family show. Definitely not a family show. Very gory. A lot of nudity. So keep that in mind. Uh, But very good. We started the second season. uh, We're one episode in. And they've replaced the main actor with Anthony Mackie. Uh, You might know him from as the Falcon, if you've watched any of the MCU stuff. And uh, I got to say, Kidder, uh, it's... I don't feel it's as good the second season. Uh, they, they have ventured away from the books that the series is based on, and I just don't think the story is that engaging. Um, as I said, we're one episode in, and they're trying to set up a mystery, but it's just it's, it's not that great. So we'll see. I could be wrong. It could get better, but... So far, I I don't have high hopes for that. But the more exciting thing, the thing that Kidder wants me to talk about... Kidder! I've watched at least the first two specials of Doctor Who. Wow. Yeah. So... So, uh, I have a hot take for you, because we haven't done a Howard's hot take in a while. Dust that graphic off. Yeah. Here you go. In fact, I should even set it up. Kidder, do you want a hot take? Oh, hell yeah. Out of the 10th Doctor's companions, Donna Noble is the worst. (laughs) I hate Donna Noble. Yeah. I find her annoying and grating. And so the fact that the specials revolve around her. uh, (laughs) um, I think that was part of the reason why I liked Matt Smith's run, because we got new companions. Like I liked Amy Pond. I liked Rory. They were at least interesting. Donna Noble is just whiny and it, yeah i i don't like her and so that that, that's been the hard thing for me with like the two that i've seen so far is is she's just grating so yeah great to see david Tennant back yeah enjoying that that's fun but she really brings the episodes down um i thought the first episode or the first special was good 
The second one was okay. I think it relied a bit too much on uh, CGI environments and such. It just... I don't know. It was okay. So, I know you said you had some strong thoughts. I I do have thoughts on it where they're 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 trying too much. You know what I mean? Uh, I I think they're they're just trying too much, and it's just not the true who like we were used to. Yeah, it it feels like there's a bigger, grander story, but it, it we haven't gotten anything for it. If that makes sense. And I'm a little worried that we're not going to get anything. I know I mean, you've seen more than I have, but... Yeah. I, I have. And... I don't want to ruin it. So, I won't. Because, <clears throat> you know, spoilers. However... It's still as as good as as it is. It is still not the caliber of seasons two through four. I mean, even one through four. And those specials, those were all very good. And then there's this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, David Tennant, great. And then... Yeah. Do you, do you, do you want another hot take, Kidder? Yes. I got to get another one. The uh the new Doctor Who logo. I absolutely love it. Great logo. I like it better than the old David Tennant logo. Mm. Well, I mean it's more of long long lines of the fourth doctor era. So of course you would like that. Uh Whereas I, I think the previous one for the series one through four was just fine. And that's where you're wrong. Even even last season's was fine. I didn't see last season's doctor. I know, but, but even, even that one, just the text. It was simple. It was clean. It was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. This looks gimmicky. I I, I love it. I, I think it's great. Well, you are gimmicky, so of course you <laughs> go for it. Enjoy it. You enjoy it. I'll let you in on some blasphemy. I have not seen a single episode, let alone season, of Doctor Who. Since its inception in what nineteen seventy four, it's older than that. Ooh, just turned sixty. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not good at spelling, so I don't know what year that is. Mm-hmm. A coon's age and a <laughs> fortnight. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good series if you like sci-fi. That's what I put it. And you don't have to see all of it. Like you can I, miss episodes. And I'm I'm and I'm I'm sure that I'm sure they're great. I just it's just been one that I do have not gotten into. But at, at the same time, I don't watch enough TV to 
get into any of them. I I did binge watch the one the live action One Piece all the way through. We had a couple days or something where we couldn't do anything or what have you, and I was able to binge watch the entire season. That was good. I I very much enjoyed that. Um, I also did start watching Blue Eyed Samurai. Uh, I think I watched like the first four episodes, maybe. And that's all the farther I've made it, and I haven't watched TV since, and that was month-ish ago, maybe almost two now. The only other thing that I've been uh, watching and is uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, the Geo-Wizard. I I caught the end of his latest adventure where he's basically put a a tenor in his his pocket and he's walking as far north as he can until he runs out of money. And it was a okay little two video series um he, he does get up to his old shenanigans of trespassing I, I'll, I'll put it that way uh but it, it's a little disappointing because he just like calls it quits but like throughout the whole thing you never know like how far he's gonna go so you don't know like are you achieving anything besides you just went for a really long walk um so it was interesting. I prefer his straight line missions, though, and I'm hoping he does one of those again soon. I think he should. Uh, he should try one in the U.S. and and uh, I know you'd said that that he he uh, he said he would never dare try it in the United States, but I think it would be a wonderful YouTube series. Back. That was weird. Yeah, it's like we all got kicked out of the call. Hmm. Did Google just break? I, I think we broke Google. <laughs> I was going to say my internet appeared to be working just fine, but it kicked me out of the call. Yeah, it was, uh, I I left. <laughs> JS left. I think Kidder was the only one who like avoided the purge on this. You guys were all froze up for me and then all of a sudden it was like you've been removed from the call. <laughs> it's Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell happened there. Ah, I, I clearly that that is Google giving us the big hey guys, it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> and uh I, I think we better before Google breaks further. So on that maybe disappointing note Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we wrap this show up before Google breaks with some cheap plugs. Okay. Well, first and foremost, website beerbluesbs.com. Visit us in cyberspace. Our home it can be your home as well. Beerbluesbs.com. Also, uh, subscribe. Dollar a month helps us starving podcast hosts survive streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs again streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs right there at the bottom of the screen if you're watching this and of course in the show notes if you're listening to this thank you for joining us for this episode and every episode of course uh also want to mention that please like us on facebook instagram youtube iHeartRadio, Pandora, 
TuneIn, Stitcher, IMDb, Player FM, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, all of the um, all, all, all of the above, all of them, you know, the things. Please help us and help us often. Click the thumbs up, you know, smash that sub button. You don't even have to turn on the notifications, just subscribe. That helps us break the algorithm. And uh, we'll be getting all those fancy videos from JS real soon. And uh, then, well, then you'll actually see this and smash that like button and the sub button, please. <clears throat> Other than that, uh, you can help us continue the show by buying some sweet merch like pint glasses, perhaps signs, perhaps stickers, t-shirts. Local Geek uh, has a smattering of all of the above in fact right in front of him he's searching he's searching he's i, I, I do indeed i've got uh stickers i got the glass he is the triple b's biggest fan and alcohol provider probably <laughs> no does that make me an enabler yes because this is a <laughs> meeting and pretty soon we're gonna have to have to start introducing ourselves at the beginning of the show instead of Howard introducing all of us. <laughs> and then it's a problem because we don't have coins to give out. Kiss your really make challenge coins. We can't afford that. Come on. <laughs> Those things are expensive. That's that. Put that thing down. That's not ours. <laughs> What in the fresh hell? <laughs> and potato vision. Kill Dr. Lucky? What? Kill Dr. Lucky is a great game. You know, oh. you know. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Um, well, I'm going to see your challenge coin and raise it with a Tuscan tornado. <laughs> I. I would hold up a gun, but it's not quite within arm's reach. Eh, close enough. There you go. There's Tuscan Tornado. There. Get this thing rolling. There. All right. What are you doing with skeletons? Again, if you know, you know. Um. <sighs> <clears throat> All right, anyway, uh, before this gets even weirder and there's some kind of Illuminati bullshit happening, um, <clears throat> please, if you would, just subscribe, like, share, buy us a beer. My my glasses is, is definitely empty, and I need a refill. And my fridge is still empty. This, this needs a, a fill, so please help me. Help us help you by creating some great content and buy us a beer buy us around buy us a suitcase of beer uh sponsor a month we'd love to uh share your logo of your business uh right here and it's a great way to uh, uh you know donate to charity let's let's be honest so it's like a tax write-off for for businesses I don't know what the, the max is per year, but you know what? Whatever it is, just uh, donate because that'll help. That'll help. That'll help. That'll be great. Thanks. Uh, BeerBluesBS.com for contact info. <laughs> Sponsor us today. Thanks.
Um, Pet Place Grooming. You can you can check them out in Bismarck. Two great locations to double your pleasure for your pets. Hey, I, I, I've heard that the pets feel great after they leave because what, what, what's the what's the slogan? Uh, the the tails wagging and pet, where pets are bragging and tails are wagging. See, they're happy when they leave. So yeah, that, clearly, that's, that, that, that's way better than this this the slogan you just came up with. <laughs> We uh we don't need to get uh, reported to Google for bestiality here. <laughs> I said nothing about that. No, that's where y'all went. I didn't say a damn thing about it. And Howard's the instigator in this one. So so Kidder the ref assessing two minutes in a five minute major for diving. <laughs> yeah, dove right into that left turn kind of freakish nature montana backwoods stuff come on <laughs> get that out of here all right um let's see what else can we talk about i don't know something else that'll probably get us banned from youtube so we better go around the horn here final thoughts local geek <clears throat> is uh, our en enabler uh your thoughts <laughs> um don't really have any final thoughts, I guess, on this one. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing uh, in the pipe right now for new brews coming because it's way too cold to brew outside. So depressing news from local geek. Wonderful. True. Although I do still have plenty of mini DNA to go. Yeah. Good news. Fifty-fifty. Okay. JS Gunslinger, final thoughts. I'm going to say some dad advice. Take some time to spend with your kids. Even if they're cats, take some time to spend with your kids. Because before you know it, they're going to be taller than you and bigger than you and 35 years old. And it's going to seem like yesterday. So spend some time with your kids. Most people are bigger than you, JS. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to break that news to you. <laughs> just... You had to ruin the dad advice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. JS. Just... I'll, I'll give you a hug next time I see you. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be like your dad. <laughs> Giving give you a hug. If it makes you feel better, if you saw the thumbnail for the episode that came out this week, I, I at least put you at about the same height as everybody else. I, I, I did actually see that. The uh, the kilts in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Although, I, I'm quite upset. I I, uh, I am wearing a traditional kilt. Uh, I have a tactical kilt, not a traditional kilt. Let, There's a difference. I, yes, that was the best that my AI element generator could create for a tactical kilt was guys wearing body armor and a kilt and i'm like this is what i got so sorry it's the best I, I could do well i guess we'll have to take it for this time yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was that your final thought there jaco 
Uh, my final thought is I was very much right in the fact that the fact that this, this finished lawn drink being as heavy as it is, uh, Howard is feeling it pretty well. Um, and it's probably a good thing that I did all my gluing early, so I didn't glue <laughs> anything to my fingers. You got high first and drunk second. <laughs> and with the weather conditions outside, it's good to put it from two by into four by. <laughs> Well, and you didn't see before the episode, before you even joined, he was showing me his mushrooms. I, I was. Classic Howard. <laughs> you drug addict, you. Is he even wearing pants? Yes. Is that a diaper? I mean, listen, I don't know what Toad actually wears. I've just, I, my kids somehow ripped the arm off of him and I put him back together. That's what I do. <sighs> also, the cops weren't called. <laughs> also fix this lovely stitch magnet. You stitched this back together? Yeah, and touched up the paint and all of that. And this figure now has two legs. So, been very productive. <clears throat> and now I'm glad I'm not playing with glue because I'd probably glue something to myself. Okay. I, I do have a departing dad joke for you all. Why don't the Amish travel very far from home? Because their vehicles are grass guzzlers. Classic. Next thing we're going to start pulling puns. Uh, no, because future Howard's going to edit this long pause out. Because for like past two hours and the episode. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think you guys have any Amish listeners, so I didn't offend anybody. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's get the hell out of here. <clears throat> for the brewmaster himself, local geek, and the statistician. Uh, for the Triple B armorer, JS Gunslinger. For Howard Blues, that guy. Glue sniffer extraordinaire. I am the man, the myth, the legend, marketer. I'm uh, going to say that we need to get gone out of here. So for this episode and every episode, thank you for joining us. We do appreciate you. Hope you join us for the next one. There's free beer tomorrow. Keep your glass at least half full. And we will catch you on down that whiteout Tuscan Highway. Have a good to see you in the next episode. Beer blues. And BS. Cheers. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Evening, Mr. Kidder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
Well, don't tell me we're starting off rough already. <clears throat> As I can tell you a story of a thousand words. Let's set up a little bit. <laughs> well, if uh, <coughs> if you're ready, Kidder, I'm gonna take that as your usual non-committal committal. Yeah, I can do it if we have to, I guess. Well, you know, the the sooner we get started, the sooner. I'm a man, and I can change if I have to, I guess. I know. Wando Omni Flunkus Moratatus. All right, sit down. There, there, there is no changing kidder. <laughs> He's a constant. Yep. Like the, the wings in this world change, the more I stay the same. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep the human standard alive. Mm. So it's good. I see the local geek adding some stuff to the run sheet, which is good. <clears throat> Just good. Hopefully, we have a nice, good show. I'm Should not even be. pulling up the rundown because, you know, I like surprises. <laughs> That's fine. Prepare to be surprised, good sir. It's a fairly full run sheet. It's it is. Seven topics, some of them with subtopics. Yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah. I'd hang up the headphones, but they're in my ears, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just wait. I, I'm sure there will be at least one topic that I introduce and Kidder has no thoughts or opinions and we just move on. <laughs> I, I ah beer blues and BS. Yep, I, shut I, her down. <laughs> I had to make that joke because that's what happened on uh, the episode that came out tonight. It's it was actually the last time you were on uh, local week. Yeah, I actually was watching it before you sent the invite. I I didn't even get to what's on tap, so ah. you had very good timing on when you sent it. But yeah, well, yeah, but it was it. it Kidder actually started that episode in the dark as well. <laughs> What's funny is I was just thinking about that episode uh, yesterday. I saw wondering. my. Yeah. I saw my. Uh, out. <laughs> my, <clears throat> my package of googly eyes. Mm. Yep, yep. That's the episode I came out tonight. So, <clears throat> anyway. We'll uh, might as well kick this show off. Get going. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>